Game 2 of the Bubs. Oh, what a start to the NBA playoffs from Moneyline Monaco. All on emotion. You are listening to Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Alex Monaco. Trust me, I will not be saying Monaco a fifth time the rest of the podcast. Yesterday was a doozy. When I say to you people that Vegas always wins, I mean, let me just break down the day for you yesterday. So I picked all four games correct. I don't really think it was that difficult. I think the Nuggets, with no Conley in game one, they had to figure out what they were going to do. Also, no Bogdanovich. I mean, those are two of their top four scores, so forget about it. I mean, that's an inside track for Denver. Jokic was great. Missed a game winner over Gobert. So, the spread in the Nuggets-Jazz game, 10.30 a.m. yesterday. Couldn't get over the basketball starting at 10.30 in the morning in Cali. Was four and a half. Jazz plus four and a half. So, it was a tie game down to the last 10 seconds. Off-ball screen. Jamal gives it up to Jokic. Goes to the rack. Goes for a kiss off the glass. Little Carl Malone, if you will. Doesn't hit home. No go. They go to overtime. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the biggest trick in the book. A four and a half point spread in overtime? I mean, I didn't even want to watch. The question was, because I had Denver Moneyline, was, will I split this? I mean, I was pretty much going to split either way. It was designed like that. To take Denver to win and the opposing team with the points... I mean, that's a true degenerate. But this is what we do, baby. And I will say, Jokic hits the bucket, and we clean the entire board yesterday. Because I went on record with Raptors first quarter and Raptors first half, and I didn't want to touch the 10. They ended up covering the spread. And basketball is just such a game of runs, right? So... Then moving on to the second game, Nets-Raptors, 134-110, 24-point victory. Obviously, the spread was 10. But, you know, you look at the third quarter, the Nets came out 35-22. They outscored them by 13. Now, if you want to get into the live betting, just a note, because it is a game of runs. I was going to say, after that third quarter, you can either bet on Toronto to win the fourth quarter which they did. They won 39-24. Or you could take unbelievable live odds that they will win the second half. Now, they would be down 13 points going in the fourth quarter. But guess what? The Raptors won 39-24 in the fourth quarter, winning 15 points in the fourth quarter to 13 points. Brooklyn led by in the third quarter, thus covering the spread in the second half. That was plus 495 after three quarters. Now, you want to talk about value found? You got to do this for a living. You got to be able to sit there and watch a commercial break. I got two and a half to three and a half minutes to see if Freddie Van Fleet can continue the shellacking that he put on yesterday. Shout out to Fred Flintstone. 30 points on eight to 10 from three. Are you kidding me? Laugh now, cry later. Freddie Van Fleet. Looking like Drake up in here dropping those bombs, baby. 
So just a little inside information. Because I've been gambling for so long and I see the trends and I see what happens. So, for example, in that Raptors game, you could have won like four or five times. You really could have won four or five times. Uh, moving down to Celtics Sixers. That was an interesting game. Um, you know, that six and a half points, Vegas was just, I felt like the afternoon games. First two games, didn't really know what the spreads, how they were going to shake out. Uh, one spread almost covered. The other one was, was, I would say, a nice guesstimate by the combination of ITT Tech and the street guys in the world of Vegas that set the lines. But this Sixers Celtics, I mean, no Simmons. And I sat there on the podcast yesterday. Are they are they not that big of a drop-off without Simmons? I mean, obviously the answer is they're a drop-off. I mean, defensively covering Tatum, forget about it. I mean, Tatum had his way with the Sixers yesterday. 32 points on 10 of 21 shooting. Uh, Jalen Brown as well, 29. That that doesn't happen. If Simmons is out there, I would presume to kick things off. Uh, they're definitely a better defensive team. Obviously, he's a great passer as well. But in this offense that they have, there's so much size with Tobias and Josh Richardson. And then you have Horford. It's, it's so much size. And it's really unfortunate that Philly has just almost constructed this team that they want to just kind of ride out to see if they can maybe turn the page. But they're not going to beat the Celtics in this game, in this series, rather. I mean, come on, 4-2 tops, I would say. But the spread, ladies and gentlemen, rounding this game out, it was a a 6.5-point spread. Celtics minus 6.5, okay? Game came down. Spread, I should say, came down. And I did a highlight on this. Check out Moneyline Monaco on TikTok. Moneyline Monaco. Absolutely killing the game. Almost a million views in two months collectively. On the page, couple thousand followers. It's why we are rolling out the podcast to follow suit. To talk long, long form about these good beats and bad beats. So, the spread was six and a half yesterday. It came down to ten seconds left. Philly passes the ball in. Literally passes the ball in. It gets Madden user picked. For a cookies, pick the other way in the Celtics cover. Had it been put in, Philly covers the spread. Now, what was fascinating about that was Jalen Brown picked six. No one ran back with him. Five seconds left. Could have yammed it. Had class. Chose not to. Imagine if it was a six-point game. They user picked it, and you went to the house. This is Vegas for you. And then wrapping it up, Mavs, Clippers, a game of runs. I mean, honestly, first start of the game was out of control. The Clippers went up 10-0. And the Clippers were down 50-36 to in the second. We'll leave it at that. But the spread, again, fascinating. Six and a half point spread. I believe the Clippers took two or three from the Mavs in the regular season. And here we are again on the last play. And it comes down to a Timmy Hardaway missed three. And Kawhi hitting two free throws with eight seconds left. I mean, when I tell you Vegas is so sick, so 
unbelievably sick. Two games came down to the last possession with the spread yesterday. And one game went to overtime for the spread to be settled. I I mean, and then the other game that they had to handicap is against a team of no stars. No KD and no Kyrie. I mean, you could have set that at 10, 12 and a half, 13. I wouldn't have knocked them. That was a guessing game. It was a nice trot. And after the third quarter, it looked pretty good. So moving on to today. Now, before I go into my picks, I want to throw in a quick soccer pick. Because I do believe this is going to be a, I don't want to say a layup. Because RB Leipzig is clearly stout. But in the Champions League, and (laughs) I'm new to international soccer and really watching this thing all day, every day. Uh, The Champions League, putting it short, is the playoffs for around the world. The greatest teams in the top leagues. Messi is no longer playing in the tournament. Ronaldo is no longer in the tournament. Man City, the favorite to win the tournament, is no longer in the tournament. You know who's still in the tournament, though? P.S.G. Paris Saint-Germain. And they're minus 130 you can get them at. I believe the line might have moved to minus 140 to win today and put them into the semifinals in the Champions League. And they have the inside track to going against Bayern Munich for the championship. And I cannot not see PSG versus Bayern Munich. Now, they say this is the beautiful game and anything can happen. But you got Mbappe way more healthy than last game, which came in, didn't start, and boy, did PSG get lucky. I mean, two goals after the 85th, I've never seen anything like it. This is a special team. I just think Neymar and Mbappe, I wanted to get that out there because that's a pick happening at noon today, Pacific. And the game will get underway, and I think PSG even wins the first half. I wouldn't go that crazy. But I think PSG wins the first half. Uh, Minus one. Uh, So essentially you're getting one of the best teams in the world at just barely, barely any juice. I mean, yesterday, to give you some context, Inter Milan was minus 170, and they won 5-0. Different level of competition. Shakhtar looked like they they were a team of destiny, though. I didn't see that coming. I actually got that wrong. Um, all right, so back to NBA basketball. Let's go, baby. Here are our picks. Uh, I want to make a quick note, by the way. The Boston Bruins, because I do watch the NHL. I, I, I pick games, but I don't go on record with them because I don't know the sport the way I know the other three, four that I watch religiously. Uh, but I had, the, I had the Hurricanes yesterday. Just because I think they're a good, stout team. Stall. I just don't see them losing two at home. Dude, the Bruins put up four goals in like ten minutes in the third quarter. They're down two zip. It's like a great baseball team. Just shut out all day like the Dodgers last night. 
Down 8-6 to the M's. Yeah, I watch everything. Come back, ball out. Jensen gets the save, 11-9. Dodgers win. 4-3, Bruins win. Insane, insane. All right, let's get to today's pick. I'm a Laker fan before we start, so there will be one homer pick in this. And these are picks on emotion. Please gamble responsibly. Please, I am not a professional. I'm a sports host and a stand-up comedian. Doing this for fun, betting on my heart with my heart. And typically when I bet with my head, I win. When I bet with my heart, I lose. Go check out my Bayern Barcelona pick. My heart wanted Barca. We'll leave it at that. All right, Magic Bucks, 10.30 Pacific again, baby. So this is 13 and a half, man. I I don't really want to touch this. I really don't want to touch this. I think the Bucks come out and they they absolutely play dialed in basketball. They've had some eh, some weird bubble bad beats, some weird games. I've been on the ramen eating side of, but 13 and a half. This just leads me to kind of the hypothesis of yesterday. It's like, what do you think the public's on? You know, I bet on the Magic in the first quarter in the first half several times throughout the season, pre bubble and post. They play pretty well out the gate. Will they separate? You know, I, I really, I, I'm a little hesitant. I think the only thing you do on this game is you consider teasing. Now, if you teased it, eight points, you still got to win and cover by six. But what, 13 and a half in a... <clears throat> In an NBA game, an NBA playoff game, and, and that's the closest to home court down there for Orlando, by the way. I think that's important to note, at, at least a footnote in all of this, that this is their city that we're playing in. So the first quarter and first half spread of Milwaukee, Orlando. So the first half, is minus 465 money line, minus eight and a half spread. Wow. The, the books are loving the Bucks. Minus 397 to win the first quarter, minus five. So Vegas thinks the Bucks are going to win the first quarter by five points, that's going to be right about where it is. 26-21, 29-24, something in that neighborhood. If I have to give a pick, if I have to give a pick, I'll go Bucks first quarter minus five. If I had to, and this is a bloody podcast for Spikes Gambling. Bucks first quarter if I freaking must. And if you're telling me I had to go one or the other, I would swallow 13 and a half and assume that the Bucks cover late. But this is such a spread you don't really want to touch. Now here's on to the next series that can get interesting. This is where the points are fascinating. Because the home court, I'd like to get someone on the podcast from Vegas. I'll make a few calls and see if I can get someone. How they're really setting the spread. With no home court. Because Heat, Pacers, very evenly matched. That would be one of those series where I think in Indiana, they're favored. In Miami, they're also favored. Right now, 
Indiana's a four seed, Miami's a five seed, so Indiana is hosting and Miami's minus four and a half. That's a fickle spread. That's a very, very fickle spread. Four and a half. They just in Vegas want to make you think just enough. Just enough. Here's what I would do. I go heat money line. Minus two hundred. I don't love the juice. You got to throw 50 in juice to get 50 back. But 100 down to win 50 back. I think the Heat are going to win this series. And so if the Heat are going to win this series, they probably have to take game one. One would hypothesize. Minus four and a half. Man. One touch the first quarter. This is going to be a game of runs, two back and forth, lead changes. Oh, this just came to me. I did want to note, player props yesterday. I took a lot of star player props. Luca hit it. Paul George, Kawhi, hit it. Embiid, hit it. Who else hit? Um, who else hit? There was two others that hit yesterday that were no-brainers. Lowry did not hit. Donovan Mitchell hit, and Jokic hit. All of these stars, and then Tatum and Brown hit. I was like, 8 for 10 on player props. Can't believe I didn't think to say that. But there's just not a lot of tight defense to start. And this transition from regular season bubble, which is summer ball, to-esque, to playoff bubble ball, it's going to take a couple games to tighten. A lot of points are going to happen. I'd go over on any player props today. So I'd go heat minus 200, and then let's get to the West to wrap it up. Thunder Rockets, I'm going on record right now. I like the Thunder in this series. No Westbrook out the gate. Chris Paul, this is his championship. This is his NBA Finals. If Chris Paul never wins a ring, if Chris Paul never wins an NBA Finals, we will look back on the year 2020 and say to ourselves, wow, Mike D'Antoni is the worst, most credited NBA basketball coach in the history of the NBA. I got borderline disdain for Mike D'Antoni. Fellow Italian, phenomenal. Would I break bread with him? I suppose. As long as he didn't spit while we talked like I do. But the guy has had so much talent and underperformed on so many levels at the grand stage. This is going to be the test. Can you actually play team defense and not bank on? I got one Rockets friend who says it's a race to 125 points. Rockets Nation, is this what you want to hear? It's a race? to 125 points. So you're going to have to outperform behind the arc. That's evident. But how are you going to guard Gallinari, Steven Adams, Nerlens Noel, and the size down low with a team that shoots the three decent? This is Chris Paul's championship. James Harden doesn't have more dog than Chris Paul. Let me repeat. James Harden doesn't have more dog than Chris Paul. 
them on the same team, I really didn't like because I don't like either of them as a Laker fan. Respect the hell out of their game. Don't get me wrong. They drive me up the wall. We're going to watch. It's going to be like an emotional boxer versus a tactical technician. It's going to be death by a thousand paper cuts. And I can't wait. I got the thunder in game one. It's a virtual pick em. But I'll take the two points. Oh, I'll take OKC plus two. And I'm going to take them in the series. That's right. I'm taking them in the series to beat the Rockets, which means Chris Paul versus the Lakers, onto the Lakers, and that's where they're in. But they're going to beat the Rockets. And this might be my favorite first-round matchup. If Simmons was in, it'd be hard not to go Sixers-Celtics. Simmons isn't in. It's a phenomenal rivalry. You got to say right here, right now, Chris Paul, if you rank the most important series of his life, the Golden State series, both of them were the biggest two. Obviously got hurt. Last year, he just didn't show up. Houston kindly asked him to leave. Now, Houston gets to deal with what OKC had to deal with. The Energizer Bunny that doesn't know when to not shoot ill-advised shots. 18-foot jump shots. 33-foot contested 2 minutes 30 second type shots in two-possession type games. Westbrook. And I can't wait for that. So I got the thunder. And wrapping it up, I'm going to... Save long Laker hypotheses for a later date. But I want to go on record and say, I think the Lakers tonight win. They cover. They make a statement. I listened to LeBron, Taylor Rooks, interviewed her. Check her out on my other podcast, Sports Radio Recap. Interviewed her. Great reporter asked LeBron, you know, give us a scouting report. And he went into a three, four minute spiel, basically alluded to the fact that this is not an eight seed. And they aren't. The Blazers aren't an eight seed. The Mavs aren't a seven seed. So the Clippers and the Lakers have already had to tighten up and they'll get a potentially easier second round than first round and and they'll land on each other. And that's my guess. But today I like the Lakers minus six. I like the Lakers to win this series in probably five. If it goes six, it's not great. But it goes six, it happens. They'll get past the Blazers. CJ's got a a broken bone in his back. I mean, Dame is is not going to beat LeBron and AD by himself. And I love Vegan Mello. I don't even know if he's vegan. I just dropped that, but. It's a couple. It's a couple uh, too many re- years removed from the Knicks late for him to leave. So in any event, those are the picks for tonight. If I were to give you a parlay, I'd go Heat Lakers. Heat Lakers parlay. I feel good about that. Actually, uh, I feel really good about Heat Lakers parlay. Um, and again, PSG. Don't forget Paris Saint Germain minus one thirty. Might have jumped to minus one forty when you're listening to this, but you are. 
tuned in to Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco, August 18th, 2020. Be sure and like, subscribe, rate, review, follow me wherever. Moneyline Monaco, Alex Monaco. Uh, we appreciate it, man. This is a journey. This is a long, long journey. But I'm excited to be a part of it. And I appreciate you all listening. We're up. We'll see you tomorrow.